the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And happy you. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570. KDIZ Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. As we await the expected release of a top-secret memo alleging bias at the FBI, the argument has now turned to changes made before the memo was sent to the White House. The top Democrat on the House Intelligence Committee said late Wednesday that Republicans sent what he called a secretly altered version of the memo to the White House. Adam Schiff says the changes weren't approved by the committee as required. A spokesman for Republican Chairman Devin Nunes calls Schiff's charges a strange attempt to thwart publication of the memo. Jack Langer says the changes included grammatical fixes and two edits requested by Democrats. That's Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hyde. President Trump meets today with a group of fellow Republicans, lawmakers attending the party's policy retreat in West Virginia. On Wall Street right now, the Dow down about 39 points. This is SRN News. The education for your Wellness Radio 1570 welcomes the thousands of fans visiting the Twin Cities for Welcome to Healthline Live. We're here to answer your nutrition and health you know the questions. And the coaches. But did you know the strongest lineup on air is right here on Wellness Radio? Our powerhouse team of wellness experts broadcast 24-7 to coach and inspire you on your journey to a better you. When the dust settles and the stadium clears, take the Wellness 1570 mobile app home with you as a free souvenir. Just after 9 o'clock, glad you're with us here on Wellness 1570. We are the one and only wellness station here in the Twin Cities, really in the country. We're glad you found us. Stick around for uh, a great live program this morning. It's Like It Matters Radio, but a chilly afternoon we're going to see. Some sunshine high, about 7 above, mostly clear 7 below tonight, and partly cloudy and teens for your Friday. Every day we come to you, we got a blockbuster special to reward you and your family. If it My name is Dr. Stephen Troviani, MD. My practice is North Star Neurological Clinic. If you've had pain that has not resolved with the treatment you've received, it may well be the source of that pain is not being addressed. My job as a, a neurologist is to evaluate as precisely as possible the cause. The way we go about resolving that pain is tailoring the treatment plan to that specific source. Individuals calling the office are often concerned with what plans we participate with. I have elected to abandon participation in all network plans. The reason is that it gives me liberty to provide our patients what they need, not what the insurance company tells me I'm allowed to provide. I can be reached at our office number, which is 763-416-1400. We can also be reached online through NorthStarPainCare.com. Again, NorthStarPainCare.com. Do you want to change your life? Change your destiny? Get the most out of life? Tune in Saturdays at 3 p.m. on Wellness Radio 1570 for the Big Money Club with Chris and Wayne. They'll be in the clubhouse filling you in on all the secrets and tips they've learned about making money, saving money, and making dreams come true. And they'll have a little fun along the way. Become a club member and join Chris and Wayne at 3 p.m. every Saturday on Wellness Radio 1570. All City Agency. We don't sell insurance, we help you buy it. Expert advisors for your auto, home, and business insurance. All City Agency is a Dave Ramsey-endorsed local provider. Discover big discounts. All City Agency is an independent insurance agency and has access to 100-plus insurance carriers. Quality-driven, value-priced, superior service. All City Agency, endorsed by Dave Ramsey, trusted by you. We don't sell insurance, we help you buy it. Call 651-484-1213 or find us at allcityagency.com. Your child's education is one of the most important decisions you can make as a parent. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6 says, Start children off on the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. A quality Christian education can make all the difference in your child's life. A Christian school typically provides smaller class sizes, 
for your student to flourish. Smaller class sizes can allow for more one-on-one time, allowing for individual attention with each student to focus on their academic needs, helping your child succeed. Wellness Radio 1570 believes in the power of Christian education so much that we have partnered with private Christian schools in the Twin Cities to offer half off your child's first year at a brand new school. That's right, half off. Visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com to check out a full list of our partnering schools. See frequently asked questions about the program and learn more. We have a limited number of vouchers available, so the time is now to start planning for the upcoming year. Visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. And you can always call me Mr. Black. But today, you can actually call me. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go into a little Blondie song. Call me. No, <laughs> I didn't tell Trevor to get that ready. I promise. <laughs> so uh, we're live. 651-289-4466. 651-289-4466. And I got a question for my listeners. Uh, are you off to a good start? That's the question. So I'd like to know, uh, how is your new year going? You know, today we start a brand new month. We got one of the longest months of the year, the first month of the year behind us, 31 days it had in it, and now it is in the record books. And so now we start with the um, shortest month of the year. And by the time this month is over, we'll be pretty evenly split, and we'll be about a sixth through the year, about 17%, about 16.6% through the year. So today I'm asking you, how's your new year going? Are you off to a good start? And why this matters, we all set goals for the year. We all uh, make commitments around Christmas time, around New Year's. Some of you make what's called New Year's resolutions. Some of you, like I do, made some commitments to change some things in my life that aren't, weren't going well like they should have been. And so now we're a month into it. we got a month checked off. We're one-twelfth of the way there. We're into a, a, a second month. We're now moving towards the middle of the year, if you will. And the question has to be, how are you doing? And this is really important because inch by inch, life is a cinch. Yard by yard, life is hard. This is important because how do you eat an elephant? I know some of you are vegetarians. That's okay. Just play with me. (laughs) You eat it one bite at a time. You know, in NLP, there's something that we call chunking. To chunk it, get the appropriate chunk size. If something's too big, you won't deal with it. So you got to chunk it down to the appropriate size. If something's too small, you might think it doesn't matter. It might be considered irrelevant, so you won't act accordingly. Or you will act accordingly. Like it doesn't matter. And so that's why we got to know the proper chunk size. And so I want you to know, uh, uh, the question is this. Are you off to a good start this year? How is your new year going? And I'd love to hear from you. Call in. Tell me how your new year is going. 651-289-4466. And then know I'm going to ask you a question after you give me that that statement. And the question is going to be this. How do you know? That's why a lot of you won't call in. (laughs) You know, I like Mark Levine. You know, I'm a conservative. And I like listening to Mark Levine. uh, But I would never, ever, ever call into Mark Levine's radio show. Because even when he likes you, he can be brutal to you. So I want you to know, I'm not going to be brutal to you. I'm not going to mean to you. I'm not going to be harsh to you. I'm actually a nice guy. I I got a bark. Yeah, I do. Uh, But I don't think it's a bark that should scare you. I think it's a bark that should get your attention. I think it's a bark that should get your awareness. I think it's a bark that should stir you up. Oh, yeah. I want all those things to happen. But I'm not looking to scare you. Fear is part of life. And you notice that sometimes when we get squeezed, when we have to step out, we have to consider doing something outside of our comfort zone, outside of our norm, uh, it gets fearful. Uh, and the reason why is I can always give people their fear's address. Fear's address is right, is right outside your comfort zone. 
It's right outside your comfort zone. There are three zones we live in. We live in the comfort zone, and it's really not comfortable. It's just familiar. People choose familiar pain every day instead of freedom. Familiar pain, freedom. It's a choice. Most people choose by not choosing. They just fall into familiar pain. But right outside that zone called comfort is another zone called fear. It is false evidence appearing real. And so today, I want to ask you, how are you doing? And no matter what your answer is, because you're saying it right now as you're listening to me, you're afraid to call in, but you can call in, 651-289-4466, and answer that question. And then I'll play with you a little bit and say, so how do you know? How do you know if your year's off to a good start? How do you know if your year's off to a bad start? How do you know? Well, I'm going to tell you a couple ways. First of all, you need to have a, a motto, a standard. We've been talking about this. We've created them in December. We created, went, did a couple shows in January. And I told you what mine is for this year, a motto, a slogan, a chant, if you will. Lighter, freer, closer. Being the warrior for God, he created me to be. That is what 2018 means to me. I even made it rhyme. Important. I got three markers. Lighter, freer, closer. And I want you to think about that. That lighter is not just about me. It's about other people. Not just lighter in physical uh, weight, but lighter in my mental burdens. But lighter in my thought process so I uh, can avail and commit when I see a need so I can meet that need. The second word's freer. Freer from the, the mental analysis. Freer from uh, the, the, the criticisms of the past, my harsh self-critiques I give of myself. Oh, I can be very critical of other people, but nowhere close to how critical I can be of myself. And so freer is freer from the chains of the past, freer uh, from those self-limiting belief systems, freer uh, from that critical spirit uh, that I can be in far too often because I'm called to be in it on a regular basis when I train and closer. Closer to God is my original intent. But let me be honest with you. If all those other things are there and I'm closer to God, I'm going to be closer to people. That's the key. And so I'm going to tell you right now, my new year is going well. It is going well. Is it where I want it to be? No, I'd like to be farther along. But it is going well because I am on that path of being lighter, freer, closer. And on each three of those, as I looked at them, I could explain to you how I believe that I am doing better in that regard. And so I want to start off the show with a poem, one of my favorite poems called Jesus and Alexander. It says, Jesus and Alexander died at 33. One lived and died for self, one died for you and me. The Greek died on a throne, the Jew died on a cross. One life's triumph seemed, the other a loss. One led armies forth, the other walked alone. One shed a whole world's blood, the other gave his own. One won the world in life and lost it all in death. The other lost his life to win the whole world's faith. Jesus and Alexander died at 33. One died in Babylon and one on Calvary. One gained all for self, and one himself he gave. One conquered every throne, the other every grave. The one made himself God, the God made himself less. The one lived but to blast, the other but to bless. When died, the Greek forever fell his throne of swords. But Jesus died to live forever, Lord of lords. Jesus and Alexander died at 33. The Greek made all men slaves. The Jew made all men free. One built a throne on blood. The other built on love. The one was born of earth. The other from above. One won all this earth to lose all earth and heaven. The other gave up all that all to him be given. The Greek forever died, the Jew forever lives. He loses all who get and gains all things who gives. Just so, so powerful. But I'm going to tell you right now that there is one other thing that's not mentioned in this poem. There's a bigger difference between the success of Jesus the Christ and Alexander the Great. 
What do you think that difference? If I was to ask you, because it mentioned a lot of differences there. But if I was to ask you, what do you think the biggest difference between Jesus the Christ and Alexander the Great? And can I tell you what it is? And we're going to go into depth in the next segment. What it is? It's called relationships. It's called relationships. And I want you to know that the key to your success in this year, in next year, in your life, in your business, in your personal relationships, your business relationships, is all about that one word called relationships. So I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, February 8th through the 10th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Webster's Dictionary defines a meeting as a gathering of people for a particular purpose, such as to talk about business. No matter how big or small your meeting is, WNAV Audiovisual can help. Because at WNAV Audiovisual, your meeting is our business. Hi, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. Today, over 26 million meetings will take place in the United States. In today's fast-paced world, meetings are essential to keep people connected. In today's fast-paced world, you have to get business done now. Whether your meeting is in a conference room, auditorium, ballroom, or sanctuary, WNAV can provide you with audiovisual equipment and expertise quickly, smoothly, and efficiently. And we've been serving Minnesota since 1983. Learn more about what WNAV's technicians can do for you online at WNAV-video.com. That's WNAV-video.com. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Events and special occasions can be more than just gatherings. You desire to create lasting memories. That's what our Britain Catering and Hospitality's goal is in every event and special occasion designed for you. Creating lasting memories. Seek an array of award-winning venues and sample exquisite food from the best chefs along with the best possible presentation. That is what Our Britain does for you. Weddings, family reunions, galas, special events for businesses are all areas where Our Britain shines. This husband and wife team make a great serving combination. Challenge Seth and Don as they journey to become the number one catering team in the world. Three unique catering options. Apples to Apples offers a unique farm-to-table concept. This Little Piggy, a Minnesota favorite for 30 years and distinctive catering with a luxurious and memorable style. Albritton Catering and Hospitality. AlbrittonCatering.com. That's A-B-R-I-T-I-N Catering.com. Creating lasting memories. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, Mr. Black. And today, I'd love for you to be a part of the show. I'd love to ask you the question, how's your new year going? Are you off to a good start? If you want to answer that question uh, to me and to our listening audience, you can give us a call, 651-289-4466, 651-289-4466. You don't need to be scared. I promise you I'm a good guy. We'll have fun. I'll talk to you. It's okay. Right now, if I was looking at you, I'd be petting your head right now with my hands. Just say, it's okay. It's okay. It's going to be okay. <laughs> Today, we're talking about uh, how do we know if we're off to a good start? We're one-twelfth of the year. We're chunking it down. January's in the record books. And how would you know if your year is off to a good start or not? Well, I want to remind you of something I shared with you in December. I actually got this article from Inc. Incorporated uh, January of last year of 2017, and I shared it at the end of December uh, on one of my radio shows. And it says, 
17 Bad Habits You Need to Kill in 2017 to Be More Successful. Uh, this is by Chris Desi, CEO of Silverback Social. And he's talking about, you know, what to do. Uh, he said, instead of adding a new diet or workout regime, let's remove the negative habits that have been holding you back. And so I identified 17 of them. And I want to see how you're doing on getting rid of these 17. Number one, kill your habit of checking social media during the workday. You know, it's okay to check out of Facebook and even LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. I'm a big player on LinkedIn. If you do LinkedIn, uh, seek me out. Love to connect with you. Uh, but, man, uh, it's a time parasite. Unless you use it for business, unless you're social media coordinator, then you shouldn't be uh, on social media throughout the day. Let's be honest. You make an agreement. It's presupposed to your company that you're going to be the best possible employee that they have. And they agree to give you a paycheck. It's a presupposed agreement. And when you're uh, doing these time parasites, when you're doing your social, personal social uh, website stuff, social media, you're basically stealing from the company. Beware. You're better than that. Number two, kill your habit of thinking it's all about you. Remember, rule number one, leader, it's not about you. Get off yourself. Your frowning boss isn't conspiring to fire you. It's not all about you. There's other things going on. Number three, kill your habit of multitasking. Science tells us that only 2% of us can really multitask, so don't even try, he says. Try this instead. When attempting to get something off your to-do list, shut down every browser and app on your screen except for the one you need. Again, I would never use the word try. Don't try to do any of that, but that's what he's saying because he knows that most people aren't going to do it. We have multitask going on. The key is focus. The key is focus. Wherever you are, be there. Focus on what's right in front of you. Number four, kill your habit of comparing yourself to everyone else. You're not everyone else. You have a different cross to carry. You have different skill sets. You have different trauma. You have different drama. That's one of the, the, the lies of the devil. You have different gifts and talents. You have different family of origins. You have different opportunities. You have different lifespans. You have ge different genetic makeup. You have different, uh, you see what I'm saying? So why would you compare yourself to anyone else? You're unique. You're special. Nobody has your fingerprints. Nobody has your brain map. Nobody has the, 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 uh, the venal flow in the back of your retina. And there's like 30 other things that we're aware of that is unique to each person. So quit comparing yourself to everyone else. It's a lost cause. It, you're not like everyone else. You never will be. Number five, kill your habit of complaining. You know, if you don't have something good to say, don't say it. And by the way, some of you might not complain out loud because you, you don't have the courage to speak it out loud. But you, in your head, you're gossiping. You're, you're backstabbing. Uh, you know, and, and what you do in your head uh, affects everything else. The Bible is pretty clear about that as well. Number six, kill your habit of wasting time with negative people. You will never rise above the quality of the people you hang out with. That's why I tell people, nothing personal, but really you should check off CNN. If, you, if you're watching CNN or MSNBC more than for you know, 30 minutes a day just to get your basic news, if that's who you choose to get it from, then you're, you're not in the right place. You're getting all this bitterness, all this hatred, all this. I mean, they just want to destroy uh, this man and anything to do with him. Be careful because you're a sponge. You're a sponge. You're going to take it on. Number seven, kill your habit of organizing long and unnecessary meetings. Man, I work with a lot of large corporations, and some corporations spend four months a year preparing for the next year. Four months a year preparing for the next year. And people have meetings every this or every that, and they don't really know what the outcome of the meeting is. You need to have an outcome of a meeting. You need to get to the outcome as quick as possible, and then you need to follow up. But don't just have meetings to have meetings. Number eight, kill your habit of saying yes. Some of you just say yes when you really don't mean it all. You just, it's like saying hello or in the morning when you see someone, you say, how are you doing? You're really not asking them how they're doing. You don't want to know. You're just saying hi. And by the way, if someone asks you how you're doing, if you don't believe me that they're just saying hi, start telling them about your night. Tell them about your week. Tell them about your struggles. And notice they're not there anymore. They're at their desk. Kill your habit of self-loathing thoughts and belief. Ladies and gentlemen, the key is your thinking. You got to get rid of that stinking thinking. You got to hold your thoughts captive. How are you doing one month into this? We talk about it. You made a commitment to do it, but how are you doing? Number 10, kill your habit of sitting. And we watched the, uh, uh, the, uh, the, the State of the Union address. And even the incredible things, the pride of being American, the pride of low unemployment for our, our, our black brothers and sisters, our Hispanic brothers and sisters. And some people just sat on their hands because they're so used to sitting on their butt. They're so used to sitting and blocking things. Kill your habit of sitting. Number 11, kill your habit of underachieving. You have so much more. Raise the bar. Quit accepting good enough. 
Challenge yourself to do better. I don't care what the outcome is. If it's what you wanted or less than what you wanted, your mindset should always be, I'm going to do better next time. Number 12, kill your habit of bragging about your resolutions before they happen. If you're going to brag about your resolutions, you're going to bring them up, then you need to make sure uh, that you know they're going to follow through. You know, I, I saw this funny thing. I forgot where I saw it. We had this reporter going around. It was on Monday uh, at some college campuses asking some college kids what they thought about uh, uh, President Trump's State of the Union speech last night. And of course, he didn't give it until Tuesday night, and they were trashing it. He was a three-year-old. He's got to grow up. You were hearing basically talking points that you hear from the, the, the left-leaning organizations. It was pretty funny. He hadn't given it yet. And when he did give it, 75% of people on CBS said, wow, it looked like he was wanting to bring the country together. Number 13, kill your habit of creating excuses. Just like even that, some of you don't like that guy I was just talking about. I just brought up a truth. It's data. I'm just telling you what I read. CBS is no fan of Donald Trump. And yet some of you are already creating excuses for why that's not so because it doesn't fit with your narrative in your head. you got to stop that. Kill your habit of creating excuses. we got to get rid of that. Excuses like certain body parts. Everybody's got them and they don't smell too well. Number 14, kill your habit of reality TV celebrity gossip. You need to stop that. Quit living vicariously through other people. You don't want their lives. Don't you see all the trauma, all the drama? Don't you see how broken people are in Hollywood? They get to pretend to be everybody else. They get to pretend to do this and pretend to do that. They don't know what real life is. They don't know what it's like to struggle and work and, 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 and have to make things happen. So stop living vicariously through them. Your life is much better. Number 15, kill your habit of obsessing over doomsday scenarios. The end's going to happen when the end's going to happen. Focus on what you can do to control it. It's okay to have the healthy skepticism, but don't be pessimistic because pessimists don't change the world, motivate people, or come up with innovative ideas. They only bring other people around them down. Number 16, kill your habit of obsessing over things outside of your control. There's a circle of influence and circle of concern. And the only place our focus should be on those areas where circle of influence and circle of concern overlap each other. And number 17, kill your habit of making sure everything has to be perfect. Sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, we've got to be the MacGyver of our lives. We've just got to make it happen. Bailing wire, chewing gum, shoe and string, whatever we need. We've got to do whatever it takes. That's why when we know who we are, we know why we're here, we know all this, what's going on. That's what makes it easier to live our lives like they matter. And that's how you know if you had a good year. And so I want to share this article with you. And this is from this gentleman from Mind Mavens, uh, Patrick Ewers. Uh, supposedly he's an executive coach and founder of Mind Maven. And he said this. I'm just reading from an article. He said, a quick res- a Google search for secret to happiness. Secret to happiness brings up over 7,500,000 results. Wow. That's incredible. Because I was to assume that if you uh, had a happy new year, uh, I mean, in other words, if 2018, as you look back when it was all over, it was happy, I would say it's probably going to be successful. And so what is the secret to happiness? And he Googled this, and he said he found 7.5 million, 7.5 million results. That's a lot of people writing about searching for something uh, that's already been found. And this is what he says in his article. That's right. He said, thanks to Harvard's Grant and Gluck studies, which tracked 724 participants from varying walks of life over a course of 75 years, we've already covered the key to long-term happiness and fulfillment. And if you look back in 2018 and you said it was a happy year and a fulfilling year, you'd have to also say it was a successful year. And so what's the answer? Relationships. That's what he says. Grant and Gluck studies, which track 724 participants from varying walks of life over 75 years, says the secret to happiness is our relationships. Robert Waldinger, director of Harvard's study of adult development, says the clearest message that we get from the 75-year study is this. Good relationships keep us happier and healthier, period. In other words, the quality of our life, emotionally, physically, and mentally, is directly proportional to the quality of our relationships. But he says that but there's a catch. If there's one thing that most of us have learned, it's this, just knowing a lot of people isn't enough. True fulfillment in relationships requires genuine connection. That's the key. And one of the most efficient ways to form that connection is what he calls positive alac- alac- uh, alacrity. Positive alacrity. 
a skill we define as creating micro experiences that cause an emotional uplifting in others. And then when I read that, it put a tear in my eye because at likeitmatters.net, at my leadership training, two and a half days, that's exactly what we do. We create micro experiences that cause an emotional uplifting in others. That's what I do with this radio show. But you got to get this, the power of this. And that's why I started before with that, with that poem from Jesus and Alexander. Jesus the Christ and Alexander the Great. What is the difference? And the difference, I'm going to prove my point, is this thing called relationships. Because the quality of your life is directly correlated by the quality of your relationships. Not just with other people, but also with the one person you sleep with, no matter if you're married or not. And that one person is you. And so I'm Scott Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. Come back in three minutes. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters by far the best 46 hours i've ever spent graduates leave leadership awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives call now and commit to giving and getting more from life 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at like it matters.net that's mr.black at like it matters.net giving your computer problems the boot Service. Hi, everybody. Randy from RB's Computer Service. Let's talk managed services. Managed services is when you let a company like ours take over the responsibilities of keeping all of your computers and servers protected and running efficiently. We keep your systems patched, keep antivirus protection on all of your systems, provide a way to filter out much of the malware, manage your backups, and most of all, keep you up and running. This is no easy task and takes you time. Time is money. If your server or even an important computer goes down, can you afford this? Let us take care of all this for you, and you can stay focused on being profitable. And don't forget, we also fix your PCs, Macs, cell phones, and tablets, too. Call us today at 763-441-3884. Once again, 763-441-3884. Or find us on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. We need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army, inspiring over 1 million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting pancan.org. That's P-A-N-C-A-N dot org. Pancan.org. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, Mr. Black, and I'm today posing the question, are you off to a good start? How is your new year going? We're one-twelfth of the way through, and now's the time to check in. If we haven't got off the start we wanted to, now's the time to make it happen. But we also can look back at this last 31 days and say, man, I have moved in the right direction. I am, for me personally, moving in the direction of being lighter, freer, closer. I am on the path of losing weight, eating much better. Went to the gym yesterday the first time this year. Been to the gym. I am being freer, really controlling my thoughts, really focusing my relationship on God, really letting go some of the burdens of control. Struggle with And closer. Absolutely, I'm closer to my wife already this first month of the year. I'm closer to God already. 
I'm closer to becoming the man of God I want to be. I'm closer to, to being that, that 170-pound man that I see in my vision. So I thought I would actually walk you guys through this as well. And, you know, I started this, uh, this uh, radio show off with one of my favorite poems, uh, Jesus and Alexander. And it compares Jesus the Christ with Alexander the Great. And uh, both, you would say, were successful uh, by the world's view. But uh, I'm going to tell you, one is far more successful than the other. It's because of that one thing. It's called relationships. It's called relationships. Let me read you a little bit about Alexander the Great. A Macedonian king, Alexander the Great, 356 to 323 B.C., was born to parents King Philip II and Queen Olympia, tutored by Aristotle. Talk about white privilege. Uh, Alexander the Great was the epitome of white privilege. Tutored by Aristotle, the prince took charge of the companion cavalry at age 18 and aided Philip in defeating the Athenian and Theban armies at Chaeronea. After the death of his father, Alexander garnered the support of the Macedonian army and eliminated his enemies to become king and leader of the Corinthian League. Alexander went on to conquer Persia and Egypt, his kingdom ranging from the Mediterranean to the border of India, just 32 when he died from malaria. He's regarded as one of history's brilliant military leaders and most powerful rulers. Alexander the Great, successful by most people's eyes. Matter of fact, he was actually prophesied about in the Bible visions of Daniel and Ezekiel. And this is from an article I found. He said, Alexander's military genius is undisputed. He improved the fine army inherited from his father, Philip, by the addition of allied forces. He strengthened the cavalry arm, utilized weapons specialists, and employed a corps of engineers. He was invincible in both siege warfare and set battles. His movements were marked by speed, his logistical intelligence, and communications operations were flawless. And his ability to improvise was unrivaled, yet he was careful in strategy. And it goes on to say later in this article, Alexander's conquest created a legend that would provide the standard by which other leaders measured their careers. Kings, generals, and emperors discovered that they were unable to compete with the legend and turned to emulation. Antiochus the Great, Pompey the Great, Nero, Caracalla, uh, Severus, Alexander, and Carme- uh, Char- Charlemagne, sorry, Charlemagne to mention a few, and Alexander's career as a, used Alexander's career as a metaphor for achievement has reached into even modern times. There's a big but coming. You ready for this? Remember but, how your unconscious mind takes in but. Your unconscious mind does not pick up anything before the word but. It waits for what comes after the but. Here's your big but. But, the ruler who is arguably the most famous secular figure in history was little admired in his own lifetime. Although we lack sufficient details about his character, there was no doubt that he was an inspiring leader and personally a bra- very brave soldier. However, he was ruthless toward those who opposed him, even from within his own ranks, but fair and honest toward those who exhibited courage and skill. He probably suffered from an overwhelming ambition and an uncontrollable temper that often arose from excessive drinking. He was widely despised by many of the Greek subjects whose attitude might best be summed up by the comment attributed to one of Athenian orator who, when informed of Alexander's death, replied, What? Alexander dead? Impossible. The world would reek of his corpse. In the end, his achievement appears to have been a grand adventure tied to his own personal ambitions, conquest for his own sake. You see what I'm saying? The relationships. The key is the relationships. And that's why I brought you this article that was just released by Patrick Ewers from Mind Mavens and said really the secret to happiness is relationships. And he says that there's a study called by Grant and Gluck, it was from Harvard, which tracked 724 participants over their life of 75 years. And he says what makes them happy or successful is relationships. And so Robert Waldinger, who the director of Harvard's study of adult development read this and made this statement. The clearest message that we get from a 75-year study is this. Good relationships keep us happier and healthier. In other words, the quality of our life, emotionally, physically, mentally, is directly proportional to the quality of our relationships. And you know what also is directly proportional to that? The quality of our eulogy. You know, in two weeks, uh, I'll be in Las Vegas um, officiating the funeral of my father, Ted Black. And I'm telling you right now, a eulogy is much more powerful, much more emotional 
much more moving and deeply involving of people if that person invested in relationships throughout their life. Those people that haven't invested in relationships, those people that didn't pour into people, those people that didn't build up people, they still have a eulogy. They still have a funeral. But I promise you, the words are a little bit different. True fulfillment in relationships is about genuine connection. And one of the most efficient ways to form that connection is by practicing what's called positive alacrity. And at MindMaven, they, they define it this way, a skill defined as creating micro-experiences that cause an emotional uplifting in others. At the end of the day, this concept is all about consistently delivering small, simple experiences that leave people feeling generally uplifted. And I don't think it has to be small, and I don't think it has to be simple. It all comes down to a single habit. And this is what he says at Mind Mavens. This is the whole point of the article. As simple as that habit may be, he says, when you think something positive and you genuinely believe it, voice it. When you think something positive and you genuinely believe it, voice it. He goes on to say, as simple as that habit may be, we believe the impact of positive alacrity is as profound as gratitude visits with one distinct advantage. That sim- same simplicity allows you to practice it anywhere, anytime, with practically anybody. You know, I don't have a lot of friends. Let me be honest with you. I have a lot of relations. I have thousands of people that know me and that I know. I have thousands of people who would call me a friend, would put me in the category of someone that they consider a, quote, friend. But I'm going to tell you right now, I have a handful of people that I would truly consider my friend. People that are there when I need them. People that um, uh, aren't always looking to attack me. I'm one of those people that everybody feels they're absolutely okay to tell me all the ways I fall short. All the things I'm doing wrong. I, it doesn't, no one needs permission from me. Boy, everybody I know has no problem telling me all the ways I fall short, all the ways I can improve on all the things. Uh, they must think I'm, think I'm some perfect person. I'm not God. I'm flawed. I have my own God, and I'm not him. Uh, I, I know I'm broken. I know I'm flawed. Um, you really don't feel the need to tell me all the things I, I disappoint you. And I'm going to disappoint you. I'm a human being. I'm not perfect. I struggle just like you do. That's why I lead with my struggles. I lead with my brokenness. So you never think that I think that I'm all that because I'm not all that. But I'll tell you what, the reason why I don't have a lot of friendships because it takes a lot of effort to have a friend. It takes time commitment. It takes emotional commitment. It takes being there for them, not just there for you. It takes a lot. And I've had a best friend before, Brett Wassel, my best friend. We don't have a lot of time for each other now. His life's hectic. My life's hectic. Uh, I moved from at the top of the food chain to a lot lower in the food chain. <laughs> so, so things change. But what is it that makes relationships? Even Jesus Christ was asked by a rich young ruler. Teacher, what is the greatest of all the commandments? In other words, what's the one thing I need to do? to get into the kingdom of heaven. And Jesus said very clearly, the greatest commandment is this, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength. And he said the second is as of the first. So he's equivocating the two. He's equivocating the two. He's making them equal. This is what I'm just quoting Christ. And he says, that is to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Do you hear that? Love's a verb, Right? Love's not a feeling. You don't fall in love with someone. You fall in lust with someone. You get turned on by somebody. You get infatuated with somebody. You get stirred up by somebody. But you cannot fall in love with somebody. Because love is a verb. It's action. It's investment. It's sacrifice. And that also is a foundation for real, deep, intimate relationships. That's why I said before at the beginning when I started with Jesus the Christ and Alexander the Great, both are considered in the world's eyes uh, successful. I mean, the Jews don't believe in Jesus as the Messiah. I believe he's a fulfillment of Judaism. But even but they know who he is. They consider him a great teacher. I can talk to my Muslims brothers and sisters about Isa al-Masir Jesus because they got about 94 uh, verses in the Quran that mention Jesus. And if you read the Quran, it puts it on a par even above Abraham, the, uh, the, the Quran does, Jesus. I'm just telling you what it says. 
Matter of fact, the, the Quran actually tells people to reach out to the people of the books. The Quran tells followers of Islam to, to seek out Christians, people who read the good books, the Bible. And so it's about relationships. Christ poured into people, had relationships. He protected those that the world wouldn't protect. He said the first will be last and the last will be first. He says those who serve will be the best in my kingdom, not those who are getting served. They will be the least in my kingdom. He turned things on there upside down. And part of that was relationships. And the key with relationships is there's two types of communication. There's interpersonal and intrapersonal. And interpersonal is the way we talk to other people. Intrapersonal is the way we talk to ourselves. It's our self-talk. And after the break, I'm going to go into why this matters. Because it's really hard to talk to someone else positively when in our head we're trashing ourselves and have all this negative self-talk. So I'm Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes. When I attended the Leadership Awakening Workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Go to likeitmatters.net to find out more about Leadership Awakening workshops. That's likeitmatters.net. If your tooth fell out, would you replace it? Most people would. So how is your hair any different? If you're tired of losing hair, simply replace it by going to INeedMoreHair.com. Let this be a year to make a new hair's resolution. Hi, I'm Mike Greenley, familiar voice with Minnesota hockey fans. If you have hair loss and want more hair, go to INeedMoreHair.com. Meet the hair transplant specialists that have given patients from around the world, including some of the most prominent celebrities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. Here's the best part. Their technique is so advanced, the results are guaranteed in writing, and their prices are the best in the business. Prices as low as $3 per graft. Their office is conveniently located in Egan, near 35E and Diffley Road. INeedMoreHair.com will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. That's INeedMoreHair.com. The consultations are free, and the results are amazing. Check out INeedMoreHair.com for complete details. That's INeedMoreHair.com. Experience you can trust. Prices you can afford. Yes, I did it. Thank you, Mr. Black. Are those your grades for this semester? They sure are. All A's and one B. But what about your learning disability and your struggles in school? Not since I got my brain map done at Like It Matters. I now know how I best learn and the unique way that God made me. No more learning disability. You are unique. Nobody has your fingerprints and nobody is wired exactly like you. We now have the ability to show you God's fingerprints for your life through yours. The unique print on each of your fingers is a duplicate of the neural pathway in that corresponding lobe of your brain. With our exclusive brain map, we can capture your fingerprints and give you a 35-page map of your brain, your gifts, talents, and innate resources. This information is the key to unlocking your God-given potential and truly living your life like it matters. If you're ready to maximize the potential you were created with, email Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com or call 817-502-1554. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. And today I'm posing the question, are you off to a good start? You made some goals, you made some resolutions, you made some commitments, you you desired some change as you sat back at Christmas and New Year's time, and then we wished each other a happy New Year. And I want to know, 31 days into this, 32 now, how you doing? Has it been a happy New Year? And I started with this article about the secret to happiness. We had this gentleman, uh, Patrick Ewers from Mind Mavens, who did this search about the secret to happiness. He said there was 7.5 million entries, the secret of happiness. But he said that he found out by reading Harvard's study from Grant and Gluck that says the secret to happiness is relationships. 
And he says at the end of the day, the concept that really makes a huge difference is something he calls positive alacrity. Positive alacrity. He says the quality of our life emotionally, physically, and mentally is directly proportional to the quality of our relationships. True fulfillment in relationships is about genuine connection. And he says you do that by having positive alacrity. And he says positive alacrity is defined as creating micro-experiences that cause an emotional uplifting in others. And when he says when you think about something positive, it's so simple. He says when you think something positive and you generally believe it, voice it. And then he goes on, as simply as that habit may be, we believe the impact of this is profound. But here's the problem with that. If you know how we work, when you think something positive and you generally believe it, voice it. That's the key. He now goes from something on the surface to something internal. And you got to know that our thought life is critical. Medical research increasingly points to the facts that thinking and constantly controlling your thought life is one of the best ways. We got all this toxic thoughts. I quote Dr. Caroline Leaf all the time, quotes from about toxic thoughts. It says controlling our thought life is one of the best ways, if not the, the best way, period, of detoxing our brain. It allows us to get rid of toxic thoughts and emotions. This is a problem. We filter everything we tell everybody else on the outside through our self-talk. There are four plus one C's of leadership. There's commitment, trust. There's communication. And communication is always about two types. The communication we have with ourselves and the communication that we have with others. We call it interpersonal and intrapersonal. The problem with this is most of you work on the interpersonal, how to communicate with other people. The problem with this is your mindset, what, what Dr. Eric Byrne calls ego states. The problem is your intrapersonal communication. The way you talk to yourself filters everything else. And so the problem is you don't have these good thoughts. When you see something doing something good, we then start processing, what about me? How come I don't get those blessings, whatever? And so we need to take a look at our mental processes. Because how do you treat someone else kind when what's going on in your own head is not kind? How do you love on other people when what's going through your head is just bitterness and hurt? That's why we got to control the narrative. We got to control what we're listening to. We got to control what news stations we're watching to. We got to control what we're allowing people to speak into us. All this bitterness, all this hate. We got a lot of pseudo Christians out there, people who profess to be Christians, that are so wrapped up in the, in, in the rallies of the world whether it be the Women's March or Black Lives Matter or whatever it is. I mean, we're supposed to be about God's business, the Father's business. We need to be loving on some people. There's a lot of hurting, bitter people out there that have never had anybody love on them. It's not a feeling, it's a verb. So we need to take a look at our thoughts. Think about this. As you look at your thoughts, how many could have, would have, or should have statements do you have, have you made today? How many will you make? Think about the way you talk to yourself. How many if-onlys? are part of your inner vocabulary. How many times in the, in the last month has someone came to you with some good success they had and your first thought, you would never say it out loud, I know this, but your first thought was a little disappointment, a little frustration because you realize, why don't I get like that? How come, I've been working hard on that. How come I'm not getting this? I mean, honestly, how many times have you replayed in your head a conversation or situation that pained, out, pained you or one that hasn't even occurred yet? How many scenarios have you created of the unpredictable future? How much is speculation taken out of your day? How passive is your mind? How honest are you with yourself? Are you at a cross purpose with yourself going through the motions but not really committed to go? How distorted is your thinking? Are you forming a personal identity around a disease? Do you attach things to your identity like I'm a liar, I'm broken? Do you ever make comments like nothing goes right for me, everything I touch fails, I always mess up? I know these are things I've had to deal with. And it's going to be hard to have positive alacrity to somebody else when you don't have it in your head. How can you love your neighbor as yourself when you don't love yourself? And again, I'm not talking about feeling good. I'm not talking about giving yourself a hug or a kiss. What the Bible is talking about love is when you see a need, meet a need. When you're hungry, you eat, unless you don't have money. When you're thirsty, you drink unless you don't have access to something to drink. That's what love is. You meet the needs. You see a need, you meet a need. You don't have to go halfway around the world to go on a ministry trip. Go across the street. You don't go, need to go to a foreign language speaking country 
to go on a mission trip. Go in the room of your kids. Go into one of your subordinates' office. Go to lunch with them or her. Pour into that relationship. Well, what I do for this last segment of this uh, this show, which is only about five minutes, I want to get something specific, and I talked about sharing it before. I want to give you what I call a thought and emotion journal. Thought and emotion journal. It is an eight-step process, and please, I highly recommend you email me to get this. Email me at Mr. Black at LikeItMattersRadio.com because if relationships are the key to happiness, if those relationships are the key to your success this year. Then why it's fresh, let's start from 1-1. One, one. I want you to go back from the beginning of this year from 1-1, one, one, from just January 1st till now, and take a look at a situation, an interaction with a person, and the outcome was not good. Maybe it was, it was entered in a good mindset, it was set up for a good reason, for a good outcome, but let's be honest, somehow it went, it went weird. It got off the track, uh, and it's caused bitterness and hurt because there are lots of things out there that do that that cause bitterness and hurt. And that's why I even asked this question. This was one of the questions that Dr. Leaf played out. She said this question, quote, how many times have you replayed in your head a conversation or situation that pained you or one that hasn't even occurred yet? And I know the answer lots of times. Counsel and coach people that they play out these scenarios over and over and over. And so if you're going to play out the scenario, then you might want to do it properly. You know, tomorrow, uh, you need to listen to tomorrow's show. Tomorrow, it's called Elephant in the Room. And I, I share the, that the, uh, the, what is it? The, the, it's a fable, I guess it is. The fable of the six, men, the six blind men and the elephant. And if you don't know, the blind men and the elephant is a famous Indian fable that tells a story of six blind sojourners that come across different parts of an elephant in their life's journeys. In turn, each blind man creates their own version of reality from the limited experience and perspective. In philosophy departments throughout the world, the blind man and the elephant has become the poster child for moral relativism and religious tolerance. That's not what I share it with tomorrow. You need to listen to tomorrow's show. Uh, I think it's a powerful message. But you've got to realize, just like those six men with that elephant, they were only touching one piece of the elephant. And based on that, they were extrapolating the truth about the whole they were taking a little piece and extrapolating a truth about the whole. And we do that all the time. And that's why I bring up the three perceptual positions. There's only three ways to see any situation. And as we replay things, we need to switch positions. Because, ladies and gentlemen, one thing I learned years ago in leadership, that when you change your position, you change your perspective. When you change your position, you change your perspective. There are only three ways to see any situation. Number one, from yourself. Number two, from others. And number three, from what we call an overview. you got to get this. An overview. And so those are the only three ways. And as you're replaying a situation in your past, you need to make sure that you step into the three different positions because each one of those positions gives you different data. So email me, Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. Ask me for the thought and emotion journal. And then I want you to take a situation that happened in this year so far, that you had a situation that you had with a friend, a coworker, uh, somebody, and it did not turn out the way you want. And this will be eight steps to take you through it. And the first thing you do is you've got to recreate the situation. Recreate it detail by detail. Set it all back up like you're reliving it. And then what you do is you basically look at the intention going into it. What was your plan? What did you want to take place? And then you go through and you take 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 a look at all the moods that you were feeling at the end of this thing. You know, it felt violated, felt abused, whatever it was. And then you're going to identify your automatic thoughts, those thoughts that just pop into your head. And then you're going to weigh those against evidence. And then you're going to find evidence that does not support that automatic thought. And then after all that information, now you're going to identify a more appropriate response. And then at the end, you're going to rate all those moods that you felt terrible about and how they feel now. And I promise you, as you go through this eight-step process, it will give you more information. That information will allow you to have better relationships. Those better relationships will create a more successful year. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future and reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
Your child's education is one of the most important decisions you can make as a parent. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 6 says, Start children off on the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. A quality Christian education can make all the difference in your child's life. A Christian school typically provides smaller class sizes for your student to flourish. Smaller class sizes can allow for more one-on-one time, allowing for individual attention with each student to focus on their academic needs, helping your child succeed. Wellness Radio 1570 believes in the power of Christian education so much that we have partnered with private Christian schools in the Twin Cities to offer half off your child's first year at a brand new school. That's right, half off. Visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com to check out a full list of our partnering schools, see frequently asked questions about the program, and learn more. We have a limited number of vouchers available, so the time is now to start planning for the upcoming year. Visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.